Hello everyone, I'm Aisha Marie Bethay and I want to welcome you back to the latest episode of my podcast. Today, I really want to talk to you guys about the goodness of God, the goodness of the Lord. Um, you know, earlier I was asking God, what should I talk about? You know, what do you, what do you want to say? What do you want people to know? You know, and the Lord said, talk about my goodness. And at first, you know, I was like, your goodness, you know, it's kind of basic. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. <laughs> but he said, you know, there, I felt like God was, was basically impressing on me that there's so many people who doubt the goodness of God. They have no idea that God is so good, that he is so full of love. He is love. They have no idea the compassionate, loving, tender-hearted nature of God, you know, They have no idea that God truly is goodness and that there is no evil in him. You know, people doubt the very character and essence and nature of God himself. And when you feel that way about God, no wonder you're not going to you're not going to be pressed to have a relationship with him. You know, no wonder, you know, you're not you're not interested, you know. In fact, there's a lot of noise that goes around about God. I mean, from the ancient days blaspheming his character, attacking his character. And it just seemed like God wanted to inform, remind, encourage people that God is, that he is good. He's still good. He is good. You know what I'm saying? Think about the the person in your life. You can just think of one person who you really believe is just an amazing person, a fantastic person, a loving person, a kind person. And just, I mean, they don't even come close to the character of God. And so when I was studying, trying to figure out, okay, God, you know, what kind of word do I want to share? Because the word of God is powerful. The word of God is how you fight. The word of God is how you stay strong. You know what I'm saying? People who don't even believe in God use the word of God. It's a part of our culture where people honor the word of God. They don't think they do, but it's, you know, from the top down, people can quote scripture. And the Lord you know, I came across Isaiah 55 and I felt like I was like, just use the whole chapter because it's beautiful. I'm going to be reading from the English Standard Version and I'm just going to read it to you guys. And I just want you to to imagine that the Lord is talking to you. And then afterwards, we'll talk about some things, you know, but just hear what the Lord has to say to your heart today. And so we're going to start at verse one. Again, it's Isaiah 55. If you want to follow along, if you want to pull it up on your phone, It says, come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. You see, God can sustain you and feed you and nourish you, and he's not asking you for for your money. You don't need earthly things to come and get to God. All you need is a confession of your mouth and faith. And God can meet you where you are. Verse 2 says, Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. God is saying, I'm the true bread. (laughs) I'm the true life. I'm, I'm the only thing that can truly nourish your soul. It is... It is talking about the fact that we take and partake in things in our lives 
to fill voids, to fill hungers, to quench thirsts. And we find ourselves having to go back continuously, continuously, continuously going back to that ex, you know, you don't need to be dealing with continuously using drugs, continuously partying all the time, drunk all the time, high all the time to fill us up, to quench our thirst, to quench, to, to, to feed our hunger, to fill those voids up. But God is saying, why are you spending money on those things? Why do you invest your time in those things? Why do you invest your time in those people? They can't fill you up. Deep calls to deep. You're really longing for me and you have no idea. I'm the one who can heal you. I'm the one who can fellowship with you and you never feel lonely again. I'm the one. I'm the bread. <laughs> I'm, I'm the true bread. You eat of me and you'll never be hungry again. You drink of me and you'll never be thirsty again. And you don't have to pay me to get what I got. All you got to do is believe and receive. That's how good God is, y'all. <laughs> Verse 3 says, God is saying, incline your ear and come to me. Listen up. Hear that your soul may live and I will make with you an everlasting covenant. My steadfast, sure love for David. God is saying, we can get this relationship going right now. You listen to me. Hear what I'm saying. Come closer. I can give you life. Not just abundant life here on this earth. Eternal life. I'll make a covenant with you. I'll go into a relationship with you. I'll establish my commitment to and for you. How I'll love you. How I'll support you. How I'll protect you. How I'll provide for you no matter what. Regardless. How I'll forgive you. How I'll be there for you. And he's saying, you know, just like I did it for David, I could do it for you even more. And so then he goes into what he did about with David. Verse four, behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. And verse five, now he's talking about you. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know and a nation that did not know you shall run to you because of the Lord, your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. God is saying, you know, I can make things that usually are not so, so for you. People who don't even rock with you like that. They don't even know you like that. You don't even know them like that. I can make them run to you, seek you out, opportunities, chasing you down, favor. Because of me. Because of me. Because of my association with you, I can favor you. I can bless you. I can glorify you. Verse 6, we get a warning. It says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Because it's not going to always be the case. And even in an even more practical way, sometimes when things go awry and we have hard times, then we want to seek God. But the issue there is that you haven't developed personal relationship with him, so now you're desperate. Because you're trying everything you know how to get a hold of God. And the line of communication is not as open as it could be. It's not that Jesus is not trying to talk to you. It's that your ears are still blocked. You haven't practiced, oh, hearing the voice of God. You haven't practiced. You don't even, you feel like you don't even know how to pray. Seek the Lord while he can easily be found by you. When you get a hard times, you don't have to worry about it. And in the end times, as the time draws near, people are going to be seeking God when the time to seek him has passed. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Don't wait until the last minute because you're just, you're so prideful. That you say, I'm going to do everything that I want to do first. And then I'll holler at God and see what's good. It might not work like that. God is not mocked. Verse 7 says, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return 
to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Come on, just, it's time to let go. Let go of what you've been holding on to, those old habits, that old attitude. Oh boy, you ain't doing nothing, <laughs> ain't doing nothing for you or with you, you know what I'm saying? Oh girl, ain't doing nothing for you or with you. The hurt, the pain that you've just been holding on to, let it go. Your mind all messed up. All you think about is how to <laughs> do things you, you shouldn't really be doing. You know what I'm saying? You're quick to lie. You're quick to, to roll up on people to get what you need. You know what I'm saying? You're not trying to work. You're trying to trap and rob. Like, what's good? Forsake that. Let that go. You can find everything that you need in the Lord. and You don't have to do all that. Faith in God will get you everything that you need and more than you expect it. And it says, you know, let him return to the Lord that he will have compassion on him. And our God, he'll abundantly pardon. God is full of mercy. God is a good God. He's not looking at you like, oh, now you want to come talk to me after all this? That's not how God is looking at you. The Bible says that God is slow to anger. He's merciful. He's tenderhearted towards you. The word says that he's married to the backslider. He didn't just, you know, leave you out there when you decided that you wasn't really trying to do this Christian thing no more. Or you're not really interested in God right now. God didn't just say, oh, bet that's how you want to do. <laughs> like, you know, we do. That's, how, that's how you want to do it. We could do it like that if that's how you want to do it. Bet. That's not God. God continuously knocks on the door of your heart. Continuously. Because he, he loves you. He created you. It's not God's will that anyone be lost, but that everyone come to a knowledge of the truth. He will abundantly pardon. You just just have a conversation with the Lord. Verse 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Verse 9, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God is really God, (laughs) y'all. He's not a genie. He's not just like you and me. He's God. He's perfect. He's good. He's he's He is love. He is amazing. He's incredible. And you don't have to take my word for it. Although there's tons of people willing to give their testimonies to show you how good God is. But you can find out for yourself just how high he is. Just how powerful he is. Just how lovely he is. Just how wonderful he is. Just how sweet he is. Honestly. Just how funny he is. God is amazing. Just how sovereign he is. God is God. He doesn't need anybody else's help to be God. He doesn't need anybody's permission to be God. Imagine having a relationship with the God of the heavens and the earth. The God of all creation. That ancient of days. (laughs) Come on. God is good. Verse 10 says, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven... And do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Verse 12, for you shall go out in joy. Look at the Lord speaking the word over you. That he just said, when he sends it out, it goes and does what he says it's supposed to do when it come on back. It doesn't play no games. For you shall go out in joy and be left forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. 
Instead of the thorn, verse 13, shall come up the cypress. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. God is saying, it's just like, um, there's a verse that also says, you know, it's just like when earthly fathers, you, you go to your pops and you be like, yo, can I get $10? If he's a good father, he goes, absolutely, $10, what? I love you, here you go. <laughs> you know, that's what we all wish we could have, you know. You know, or you go to your mom and you're just like, you know, mom, can you help me? I'm struggling with this. A good mom is like, of course, like, I love you. I'm here for you. I support you. You know, I'm your ride or die. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're my child. Like, nobody mess with my child. Like, who want to go? You know what I'm saying? Like, and God says in that, in that passage, it's in the New Testament. I can't remember exactly where it's at. It says, you know, if a if an earthly parent, an earthly father is able to give a good gift to their child when they ask, instead of giving them a scorpion you know, or something bad, you know, you, you ask for a Christmas gift and you get some coal, you know, if an earthly parent is able to do even that, how much more God, will God give good things to his children? That's what that reminds me of verse 13, when it says, instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of bad things, God has great things for you. God is blessing. (laughs) God is amazing. God is good. Instead of the briar, them rose thorns, yeah, I think that's what it is. Them rose thorns shall come up a myrtle, healthy trees, life, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Listen, God exalts his word above his own name. God is really good. I encourage you to come to know the Lord for yourself. I, thankfully, you know, I've been able to experience the goodness of God in my own life. You know, God has delivered me from so many issues and problems. You know, I tried to commit suicide. God saved my life, y'all. I mean, I've been through abuse, rape, molestation, homelessness, lack, depression, bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder, anxiety. I mean, so much. And God has been there every step of the way and has delivered me and not only delivered me, (laughs) but just totally transformed things been there for me, supported me, loved me through it, forgiven me when I've been wrong, not held things against me. He's not like that person where it's like, you know, yeah, I said we cool, but I'm going to still be like a little iffy with you, mad with you for a few hours or a couple days, you know what I'm saying, until you make it up to me accordingly. God is not like that. When you talk to God and you you get that stuff off your chest, you confess, you know what I'm saying, you ask for forgiveness, the slate becomes clean. God is like, what's good? Let's move forward. I know the purposes and the plans that I have for you. Let's get into that. I know how I want to grow you. I see the pain that you're experiencing. The, the Bible says that he's near to those who are brokenhearted and crushed in spirit. God cares. God loves you. God has a plan for you. There's no, there's no length. There's no distance or too far out that you could have gone to where you were too far away for God to be like, all right, we can we can deal with that. There's no there's there's no too far. There's no too far. The Bible says that there's nothing that can separate you from his love. Nothing. There's nothing that can pluck you out of his hand. Nothing. 
Absolutely nothing. God knows your end from the beginning. The word says that while you were in your mother's womb, the Lord knew you. You're not a stranger to the Lord, but the Lord says, I want to teach you about me. I I, I want you to come to know me for yourself. God says, I'm good to you. I'm good to you. The, The word says every good and perfect gift, it comes from above, from the father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow. God doesn't change. He's still the good God that he was before. He's still that God now. But he wants to reveal himself to you in a personal way. He wants you to know for yourself. Not because your grandma know it, your mama know it. You know what I'm saying? You was born a Christian. Not because of all of that. We're talking about relationship with the Lord for yourself. Where you have that conviction because you've experienced God for yourself. And it's, it's so possible. God still speaks to his children. This isn't This isn't like a... This isn't, no, you know what I'm saying? You talk to the wood and, you know, they don't talk back and, you know, but you just believe. No, you God gets personal with you. He gets personal with you. You know God for yourself. You know God for yourself. God wants to know you. He wants you to know him. He wants you to know him. God is a good God, there is no evil in him. And the things that you have questions about and you wonder about, like get to know God. God will answer those things for you. Get around people who truly love God. They will help you in your walk with Christ. It is one of the best decisions that you will ever make in your life. And if you already have a relationship with the Lord, make the decision to go deeper with God. I mean, these are the best decisions you will ever make in your life. These are really the true treasures of life because once you have a relationship with God, like the word says, seek God in his kingdom and everything else will be added. I mean, everything else is just added. God adds your boo. He adds the wealth. He adds, you know, the health and the prosperity. He adds the healing. I mean, he adds all that. He enriches your life. It really makes no sense how good God is when we think about ourselves and the stuff that we do and the things that we go through and how hard-headed we can be, how much the how much we get ourselves into our own messes. It really makes absolutely no sense how good God is. It is just the fact that he is God. That's who he is character his nature he doesn't change from loving us just because you know what I'm saying we definitely act out <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't just switch like oh you want to take it far like that that this whole relationship that you thought we had going on is a dub God's not like that God's not like that he's not looking at you like don't even come over this way pimp don't even come into the house of God with all that sin you got going on with you you know what I'm saying you always talking about you're going to change. You never change. Don't even come over here like that. Like we do. God is not like that. God is like, come on up over here. I've been waiting for you to stop beating yourself up over that. And come on up over here and let me talk to you. Let me work in you. I know you better than you know yourself. I can help you deal with that. Why is it that you close me out when you think you messed up? Why is it that you close me out when you're hurting? I'm a good God. I'm a fantastic father. I know how to care for you. I know what you need. I know how to heal you. I know how to do what needs to be done in your life, in your heart, in your body. God says, I'm a good God. He is a good God. There is is nobody like the Lord. (laughs) You know, and if you wonder why people say that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, 
find out for yourself. Find out for yourself. The Lord says that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. But first, you got to believe that God is and that he does reward people who seek him. If you're seeking the truth, you know, I pray for you that you just continue to seek that truth. Check God out. Say, God, you know, I'm really seeking the truth. I'm trying to figure out what's really good. You know, if you're really God, like, can you reveal yourself to me? Can you show me? Can you just draw my heart? Can you just get intimate with me? And honestly, truly seek seek God. Honestly, truly, you know, talk to people who really serve the Lord. I'm talking about, you know, not, not you know, the play play type thing because, you know, God is not pleased with stuff like that because it turns people away. People attach God's name to stuff that his name shouldn't be attached to. Um, but, you know, read the word, pray. If you're like, I don't even know how to pray. I can't remember the last time I prayed. It's just a conversation. You just, you just say, God, and then, and then you go on. You just start talking. (laughs) And, you know, if you want to receive, if you want to have a relationship with the Lord, it's very simple. It's very simple. You confess that you believe in him. You say, God, I believe in you. I believe in your son, Jesus Christ. I believe that you sent your son as you in the flesh to the earth to die on the cross for all of our sins, everybody's. You know, because we're sinful in nature from the start. We're not born perfect. We're born in sin. And I believe that. And I also believe that you raised your son Jesus on the third day. He's not dead anymore. I believe that he's alive. He's in heaven at your right hand. He rose with all power and glory in his hands. And I confess my sins. God, please forgive me for everything that I've done wrong, knowingly or unknowingly. And I'm asking you to come into my heart. I want to have a relationship with you. I want to get to know you. I want to know what all this is about. I want to be different. I want a different life now. I want I want to do things with you. And just have faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Have faith. Because how are you going to receive God or believe in God without faith? Because you can't see him. But you can experience him. <laughs> so have faith and just receive it. Say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. And thank him. And then you just say, amen, child. And you just, you know, one foot in front of the other. Walk that thing on out. So, you know, I'm drawing to the end of this podcast. It's been a lengthy one, but it's very important, you know. People have such misconceptions about God based on what people want to say. And, and, you know, lots of different things like that. You know, one of the best things that I can say to that is get to know God for yourself. Get to know God for yourself. And the testimonies of people who really serve God, listen to those. Go on YouTube and just search it. Just people in your own life. You know, hit me up if you want to hear more about my full testimony. I'll be posting a video about that soon. Um, But God's goodness is evident in the earth. It's really evident. It's really evident. Um, If you prayed that prayer and you received the Lord... Man, congratulations. You just made one of the best decisions that you will ever make in your life. Because now you don't have to do any of this alone. Like, the game is fixed for you now. You win. Even when it looks like you're losing and it doesn't feel good. Because your life is not about to be suddenly perfect. But you win. You win, you win, you win. Now all things work together for your good. 
you win. <laughs> you win and you're just you're starting an incredible journey and I just want to encourage you. So if you received the Lord or if you want to rededicate your life back to God, maybe you stray, you ain't really talked to God in forever, you know what I'm saying? You can't remember the last time that you prayed, you know, just just confess your sin. Say, God, please forgive me. Like, I want to be close to you again. I want to walk with you again. Like, you know, I'm I'm home. I'm back. Please forgive me. Like, and please welcome me back. God's arms are extended, like super duper wide. What are you talking about? He's just been waiting for you. You know, if you did either one of those things, receive his Holy Spirit, you know, as part of salvation as well. Just receive all of God. If you did any of that, Man, congratulations. And I want to encourage you and support you in your walk with God. Feel free to reach out to me and let me know definitely <laughs> that you did any of those things. Um, my social media handles, handles, both Twitter and Instagram, are at Asha Marie Bethay, A S H A M A R I E B E T H E A. If you have any questions, hit me up. Um, and I'll see you guys on my next podcast episode. Bye, guys.